How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, I confirmed the doors I've opened for Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah, the bald doors. We also tried to win a Glad Media Award. And we find out what made Bob say this. This is not the myth that you, that, that you all are being fed. It is it is not the, the lie that you, all, that you all are being told. And we find out what made Macaroni X Cheese say this. You know what my ick is? When you come and you in labor and your baby daddy in the hobby talking about where she at. That's my ick. Well, I I have a cold, um, and <clears throat> that's yeah, and more I, that dick you was sucking on that boat. I, I mean, I don't know if you can get a dick can get a cold from sucking a dick, but um, I've definitely sucked more dick off the boat than I did on that boat. So, but I do think being in close proximity to all those people not wearing masks and just dancing around, I probably I took a COVID test today and I don't have COVID. Um, do you have your flu vaccine? Mm, I don't know if I, I don't think I got a flu shot this year. I don't have. It's not a flu though. It's definitely not a flu. Girl, when you have a flu. You know you have a flu. You, you're not like I might do a podcast. You be, you be fucked up. You ever had flu before? I don't know. You would know. You know you have a flu. The flu is like you're like I am. I well, I, I, maybe not for everyone, well, but for me, I the, just call it the cold. When I, when I maybe I've had the flu, but I just feel like oh, you have a cold. No, the two times I've had the flu, you are like I am. Fucked. Did you get tested? Uh, Did you go to the doctor and they told you you had the flu? No, I just knew I had the flu. Oh, then, but you don't know. It's probably just a cold. No, colds don't do that. When I colds and flus are not the same thing. They're, they're like the, the levels of severity are extremely different. I um, get it, but when I have like a really bad cold, I never and I, I never goes in my mind to be like, "Oh, bitch, I had the flu." I'm just, I just, I'm just cold, and I'm like in my bed shaking, uh, uh, coughing, can't breathe, can't anything. I just, I just had the cold. Yeah, you you probably have had a flu several times in your you probably had a flu several times in your life then. You probably had a flu li- more times who, than you who, know. What's the line several times? because uh, she lied several times. What am I thinking of? Is that Gemma? No, you're, you're, thinking of, you're thinking of Tiffany Pollard. Somebody lied to her several times. <laughs> um, but there's, you there's, had the flu several times. But there's a very real chance that you have had the flu several times in your life and not not known it. But it is um it is pretty intense. The last time I was sick, having the flu I was feels sick. almost exactly like having COVID. Almost la- exactly, minus the 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 uh, residual breathing issues. Well, the last well, time I was COVID, sick, if, if or if like a person who doesn't have comorbidities or anything. 
The last time I had like COVID-like sickness was when I had COVID in in, in April 2020. I haven't been like sick since then. Like a little like <laughs> and a little, but not like sick like in when bed like cocaine? body aches. It wasn't cocaine. Why did was, you do that? It was crushed up crack. Oh, nice, 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 nice. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, when I when I first got COVID, I was like, oh my god, I think I have the flu. It can't be COVID because this feels like the flu. And then I was like, oh no. So anyway, I have a cold. And um, I don't, cold I, ass bitch. I'm almost I'm almost positive that I do not have the flu because I I'm still pretty active and I'm and I'm like I've I've done like two podcasts that I did. Uh, by the way, for those of you who um, would like to get a chance to listen to me and Peppermint's new podcast, Town Hall, a Black Queer podcast, I really encourage you to go over and, and give it a shot and um and even leave it a review, if you will. A Black Queer podcast. Yeah, Town Hall, a Black Queer podcast. It's called Town Hall. Um. Very close to Todrick Hall. You, I mean, you just won't leave Todrick alone. Damn, nigga. Damn. What do you mean, leave Todrick alone? Why, why, why your podcast got to be so close to his name? Town Hall, Todrick Hall. Mm. Are you afraid to be associated with Todrick Hall? I took him. <laughs> Jacob, rolling, rolling. Are you, are you, are you afraid to be associated with Todrick Hall? Morning? No, I love Todrick Hall. I talk about Toddy Waddy all the time. Um, <laughs> Jacob. <sighs> I always wished that I had like a like a like a like a like a, a fun laugh, like not like not a witch's cackle, but I just feel like like sometimes you meet some people that have like really like ridiculous laughs. I'm like actually sometimes when it's too ridiculous, you're like this person laughs, you're like ugh. So but I wish la- I had a, a better laugh. Do you want whose laugh specifically do you want? Michelle Visage has a good laugh. I can't pinpoint her laugh. What does it sound like? Like ah. She does, she does. It's almost like she sounds like she's wheezing, but also like clearing her throat. <laughs> Have, does she do a different right. laugh? Like when she's on Drag Race and Roos is something funny, is that a different laugh than she does in real life? Like, do you think she's putting it like her TV laugh? No, I think that's her real life. I think that's what I'm talking about. She's like, ah! <laughs> I've not hung out with um with Michelle that many times outside of Drag Race. Um, really? You didn't you didn't do work to roll with her? I we're both hosts, so usually we're both. Whenever one of us is on the, I was a host too, but we we had some overlap. No, you filled in. That's no, I host. I fully hosted. What is I fully you hosted? hosted a, you hosted a whole leg of work the world. I did. Hmm, who who can confirm this? The girls who were on the fucking show, bitch, Kim like, Chi, like, like, Plastic Tiara, Detox Icon, Violet Chachki. Interesting. Just, that's I guess swear, that's y'all. Just, really y'all did the black bitch from Columbus. She be swearing. Did you host it before I hosted it? I didn't say, I didn't know. I'm just I host, wondering actually, if you answered the question. I hosted when I, I think I filled in before you were a host, bitch. So mm. know that. You think that's Black true? Black like that. You think that's true? That's, Black that's, like that. I can promise you that's absolutely false. in my skin. Cozy. You know that's not true though, right? I filled in you for did not. Shangela. You, you did not. I, hold on. I filled in for Shangela on, in, in, 2017 in spring 2017 i filled in for shangela when did you host the, the work the world 2016 mm. 16 you never allegedly did, let me let me make one thing clear monet you've never done anything before me 
ever yeah. once and in you know life. what I did? I canceled a tour. I canceled a tour for Madonna before you, bitch. So the doors are motherfucking open. You say thank you, please. First you of all, say first thank of all, you, you got you got. You say thank let's you. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. You got fired from a tour. No, I canceled that tour, bitch. I walked because, off that motherfucking. Because, because I walked off that have, motherfucking tour bus. Do we need to read Murray and Peter's uh, message? Do we need to read? Do we need to read the I message? I walked off that motherfucking tour, bitch, do for Madonna. To, so you say read? thank you, macaroni X cheese, for the doors I have open. Let me show you what I did. The doors I did this for you, bitch. This is what I did. For I hope you. she gets locked out. I, I, really, I really, I really hope she gets locked out. Go oh, out. I, I hope the door locks behind this her. This is what I did. I really hope the door locks behind her. That'd be so delicious the if the door locked behind her. Breaking but, yeah. news from the haters roast. Yesterday, Monet Exchange arrived in Denver to appear on our show. Sometime during the afternoon, we were told she received a phone call from Madonna with an offer to be in an upcoming music video. Monet asked MP if it would be, oh, she, uh, Monet begged, Monet begged <laughs> yeah, on her exactly hands and knees. If it would be okay, would it be okay, <laughs> Mr. Mary Peter, to leave the tour after the offer? We said no. We said no. <laughs> Yeah. So I canceled my rest of my appearances on no, that no, motherfucking no. tour. No, no, no. I'm not done. We said no because it was too short notice to replace her on the haters. Just hours before the show, she was to start. Just hours, hours before the show started without telling anyone, including the other queens on the Denver show. Monet left the venue in Futa LA okay. to accept Madonna's offer. Therefore, we have decided. <laughs> therefore, we have decided that Monet will no longer be on any upcoming Haters Rose tours. She later you, returned and begged us if she could be on our tour, and we said you no. Are completely lying. You she are later lying. begged on her hands you and knees. Lying. She offered to slob on you my are lying. like horn <laughs> on the cob. And you we know that said shit no. say that. Y'all know for a fact that motherfucker. Also, fucking Bob the Drag Queen. But you, you say thank okay. you. You, are, you, you better say thank you for the doors I have opened so that you could one day get a gig with Madonna. You say thank you, Monet Exchange. You say I am I am grateful. I am thankful for the doors that you opened for me, Bob the Drag Queen. Monet, if you You're beg, fucking welcome. If you beg, just say you beg. Let's move on. You're welcome. Speaking of things that I've done before Monet Exchange, I... You're welcome, baby. Wait, I'm sorry. When, when did you win Drag Race? I won Drag Race in 2016. And Monet, when were you Miss Gay Caribbean? I was in 2000 motherfucking 15, honey. Okay, I was Miss Sobriety in like 2013. Yeah, against against Boo Boo the Fool. Bitch, I was competing against actual literal legends. You, 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 you're competing First of against- all, half the girls weren't even Caribbean. Jasmine Rice? Who Jasmine else? Rice was not that year. Who Didn't she win Miss Caribbean? We, had, we had legendary queens in the Miss Caribbean pageant from all over the United States, from different Caribbean nations and countries represented. Mm. Honey. Uh, speaking of other things that I've done before you. Uh, the doors I've opened. Uh, sibling Rivers is nominated for a GLAAD award, of which I've won two. No, let's be clear. Shangela won those awards, honey. We all know Shangela won those awards when we're here. The, oh, my the, 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 the Dancing with the Stars queen, honey. Okay? Shangela. Well, Shangela. My two awards. GLAAD awards have my name on them. Because mm-hmm. Shangela graciously, and we all know the tea in the industry, San- Shangela allowed them to put your name on there. Unless I don't want to spill that tea. Y'all not ready for that tea. We not, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. Um, and now, Sibling Rivalry is nominated for a, an award. The podcast I came up with. <laughs> Bitch, the podcast that I agreed to, I graciously agreed to do now. with you. The coattails that you've been riding on for the past. I graciously agreed to do with you. 
the coattails are coattailing, Your Honor. Because we all know you you waited till I was on RuPaul's Records to start this podcast, honey. When they when you had the clout of Monet Exchange, honey, the branding, <laughs> the doll, the diva, the queen. What I. It, I'm not gonna lie; it constantly tickles me because you're you're giving London Lux Noir. Oh, why? Because I because I don't I, I don't have my hat on. I look like Little Bill. No, because you're delusional. <laughs> um, and we are up against uh, some real giants in the field of podcast. Wait, 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 wait! Before we get into the topic, can I can I tell you something? Damn, can I talk about my life, nigga? Damn. What? First of all, fix your motherfucking attitude. I know you sick. I need you to come in here with fucking bells and whistles on, excited. I'm not seeing you for a week and a half, okay? So p- p- fix your motherfucking You know what? If you want bells and whistles, to go to your failing podcast, Ebony and Ivory. Go to your failing <laughs> podcast, Ebony and Ivory, and she'll be happy. Honey. No. What about failing? You mean thriving? We have more more, more, more ratings than fucking uh, 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 a Todrick Hall, a black Todrick Queer Hall it's called podcast. Town, it's called Town Hall, a black queer podcast. We've only Same got thing. We've only got one episode out so far. One yeah. Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, when was the last time you were on, um, this past Friday? Interesting. All right, go ahead. Tell me me more. I am in one of the places that you tell everyone that you used to live, that you used to frequent. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it is so cold. Now, I'm going to be very honest. I know this might sound ignorant whatever, but outside of like the coast, like the West Coast and the East Coast, I like, I don't really... I know the general geography of America in the middle, but a lot of it I don't like. I in my mind, Minnesota was down by where like fucking was in the same like I thought Minnesota was under Chicago. No, if this is America, if this is New York, Minnesota's like up in this area. Minnesota, no, Minnesota is Minnesota, Minnesota's higher than New York. Yeah, but but if this is I mean, I'm, it's all one one America's like like this. That's New York. Minnesota's like right up. It's right up against Canada. It's right up against Canada. Yeah, and it is cold. I didn't realize how fucking cold it is. I mean, the, New York is also against Canada too. So I mean, yeah, by right by Toronto. But and it it is so cold here. By that, uh, uh, no, uh, what's it? Niagara Falls is where New York connects. It probably connects in a lot of places. But I know one of the places where New York connects to Canada is Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Niagara. Niagara Falls. Um, but. The temperature this weekend was the high was negative two degrees. Yeah, girl. I you know when I live there, it is uh, uh it, it it gets the coldest I ever saw was actually in Bismarck, North Dakota. Do you, do you ever do, do you ever do the wind chill factor? Like like I mean I know what wind chill factor is from living so in a cold place. The wind chill is a, is a big part of uh what when it's how it so the wind chill is like how it feels. And the coldest I ever saw was a, a wind chill factor of like negative 32 degrees in, in like Bismarck, North Dakota. That is crazy. It was literally colder in the walk-in freezer at the Applebee's. Than it, I mean, it was warmer yeah. in the walk-in freezer at the Applebee's than it was outside. Well, the ladies, I was like, so we were leaving like rehearsal. I was like, oh my God, it is so cold out here. And I was like, this was Friday. And I was like, and the high this week is like negative two. And she's like, you know what? The g- good thing is though, below zero, it all feels the same. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, she, she is kind of right. Once you get below zero, you kind of like it. Unless you get below like 10. Below 10 gets really, really intense. Where you can throw, I think below 10 is where you, where you can throw the the hot water in the air and it'll vaporize instantly. It might be more That's than That's so cool. Two. But it is, it is, yeah. The, 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 the Twin Cities are really, 
um, wild. Do you know the other Twin City? The other Twin City? Of course, St. Paul. My homie St. Paul. I used to live in, that's where I used to live actually, South St. Paul. Oh my God, tell me your address. I'll go out there. If you tell me your address, I will make a Patreon exclusive where I'm going to your old address and be like, y'all know Bob. Well, there are a bunch of actors. Well, Christopher though. Caldwell. They, they didn't call me that. No one called, no one really, only my mom calls me that. Um, that was when I lived in. Um, oh, what, bitch? Before you were called, what did, what did you tell people that your name was? Because oh, you don't God. like your first name. I'll tell you my name oh, was you always, since I was in like 11th grade. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been going by Caldwell since um, like 2002, 2003. Oh, interesting. Okay. I thought this was like uh, in the past like decade or so. Oh, you know, let's take a break and I'll tell you about my middle name because you never care about my motherfucking name. Let me take a fucking break. Jacob, run up the tape. Attention, attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back, Monet Jigaboo Exchange. <laughs> you better sh- uh, Caldwell Bojangles D- D- Del Mar. Um, do you know my middle name? You asked me this. I think this comes up once every couple of months <laughs> of the podcast. Because I, you you never and know I get it. it right every single time. Your name is Kevin Akeem Burton. Akeem. Mm, lucky guess. We know your name, bitch. You asked me this nineteen times. <laughs> oh my dumb God. bitch. The aggression, Jesus Christ. You know the name of the hospital I was born in. I tell you all the time. Of course. When I can hear you clickety clacking over there, we can see the I'm screen in your eyes googling the the <laughs> name of the hospital in Columbus, Georgia. And there, and by the way, we we're, we have more than one hospital in Columbus, Georgia. So it's not going to be the you can't go. What's the hospital in Columbus, Georgia? I'm not checking out the hospital. I know where it is. What's the name of it? What's the name of the hospital I was born in? I think it's a trick question. Your mom like had like an emergency birth, and you were born like a, a restaurant or something. Yeah, like I, like I'm like I'm the Antichrist, born a, a Jekyll, born in a shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> in the outskirts of town. No, I was born at the I was born at the medical center. How am I supposed to know that, bitch? You know why? What the fuck? Where I was born? Yeah, over at uh, the west side on the west side highway. What's, what's over, <laughs> over on the on the west side or the east side? What's that that cheap hospital called? Uh, Bellevue. You you like you 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 give Bellevue, baby. <laughs> bitch, you a fucking Applebee's yeah, you, baby, you, bitch. You, you get you give you give born at Bellevue. Honestly, my mother was a crackhead, so who knows where the fuck I was oh born? God, she probably don't okay. fucking know. What I mean, I honestly, I, I think I was born at Kings County Hospital. Um, you ever been to Bellevue? But, no. Honestly, wolf. When you go to Bellevue, they give you a card if you're if you're poor, and they give you this card. Or if you can't, let me rephrase: if you can't afford to pay for your medical services, they give you this card, and the card is like this red card that's like says, "I'm too poor to afford medical service." And they'll give, but they'll give it to you for free though. They don't charge you. A car, card, card, C R D. Yeah, they give you a car. Everyone gets a Prius. No, no <laughs> like, and, well, then, and, and then you have to Uber it off. You have to drive Uber to pay for your medical bills. You would be born in Atlanta. Atlanta is where is where they they, they caught them damn TikTok nurses doing the ick. So I'm like my ick. You know what my ick is? When you come and you in labor and your baby daddy in the hobby talking about where she at. That's my ick. You 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 would be from there. I wasn't born in Atlanta. I was born in Columbus, Georgia at the medical center. Same thing. You know what we mean when we say that? Please. The money. That's literally me being like you would be born in Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) You would be born in Rochester. (laughs) Same thing. Rochester, <laughs> Brooklyn, whatever, Albany, <laughs> same state, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, Bob, we're nominated for a Glad Media Award for Civil Rivalry Podcast. How does that feel to you? Jacob, can you get my Glad Award? I feel like if we get it, if we put the, now this is going to be the one where we try to win a Glad Award. I feel like if we put a Glad Award in the frame and we talk about the Glad Awards a lot, then we can get ourselves a Glad Media Award. Let's see who we're nominated <laughs> up against. We're Patty, nominated. can you get can you get my can you bring my glad award? Because I, I carry I walk with mine too. We're nominated up against the bald and the beautiful. We're mm-hmm. nominated up against in the deep stories that shape us, mm-hmm. Las Culturistas, Life Out Loud, the LZ Granderson. 
I, I uh, with, with LZ Grandison, I've actually been on this podcast. So if that one wins, then I'm going to say I won another one. Do I, baby? I was on Las Costaristas, which I, so I helped, I helped a lot of these podcasts get where they're going. Let's say that. Pridecast, the interesting, uh, Yas Jesus, uh, in Trans Lash podcast with Amara Jones. Honey. Do you remember Amara La Negra, the beautiful, um, yeah, from, uh, from, uh, Love and Hip Hop, uh, uh, Orlando or Miami or. Miami. She kind of like disappeared on social. I used to follow her on social media. And I, I just, she just, I don't see her post anymore. Did Maybe she block me? <laughs> what did you do? You probably kept stealing her looks. She probably, she probably got sick of you stealing her looks every time. <laughs> I because I noticed that you started wearing the, 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 the little afro, the curly afro after she started wearing the curly afro. Do you want to acknowledge that? No, no, she's still here. Because she she's did so DM beautiful. me and asked that you would, if you would please stop. Do you wish that she spoke another language? Oh yeah, I do often. Me too. When you yeah, have kids, would you put them? Would you, I know Andy and I are taking us a Spanish class, what? like like an actual like class. We have to like homework and stuff like that. What 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 language do you wish you spoke? I would go with Spanish. Living in New York City for all those years, Spanish would have been nice. And then living in L.A., same. There's yeah. a lot of Spanish speakers and uh, a lot of Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, uh, Cubans in New York, and a lot of uh, Mexicans. In, in LA, in LA, and people who just speak Spanish in general, and it it'd be nice to be able to speak. I think Spanish might be the second most spoken language in America. No, oh, in America, but not in the world. But say no. Okay, here's a question. Do you? Okay, do you want to do? There is this thing, Bob. You can do like a it's like a three week intensive immersion thing, and you like leave speaking like good Spanish. Do you want to do that? It costs like I don't know how much it costs, but it, basically we would be immersed. We would go like live in like Mexico City for like three weeks. The program is just the program is just moved to Mexico. <laughs> no, you have we have like a program. A, <laughs> we drop, we drop you off in Peru, and then you come out speaking Spanish. No, they put you like a it's like a whole thing. It's like a, it's not just dropping you off there. It's like a whole thing. Um, I don't know that I have uh, time to do that, but I will say when I went to visit Mexico last Christmas, I did come out speaking better Spanish because some of Ezra's um, family members would only speak to me in Spanish. Because I think they all, mm. I don't know if they only spoke Spanish or, well, I would speak to them in English and they would understand it and they would speak to me in Spanish and I'd be like, so then I started speaking in Spanish and I, and I got, I mean, I took four years of Spanish. And how long were you were there for what, a week? About a week, yeah. Just about a week ago. Okay, back to the Glad Media Award. So this is the one, uh, the one where we try to win a Glad Media Award. How do you think, how do you think we go, we go about winning this award? I mean, we're nominated. There's not, there's not much we can do from this point. I think if it's we like do a people's a, choice award. If we do a little bit of everything that everyone else is doing in their shows, then we will be all of the shows combined in one. And therefore, they will have no choice but to give us a Glad Media Award. I'm also nominated uh, for We're Here as well. So I'm nominated twice this year, honey. Um, I'm also, Monet, you with- know, the, 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 also the, uh, the iconic fight from last year. The Queerties, we got nominated again. Wait, there was a, we had a fight last year? The Queerties. You don't remember the Queerties, Monet? I remember us going, but we had a fight with no, somebody No, we didn't have here? a fight. Everyone, everyone was like... Oh, 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 yo, 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 your sister. What sister? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. When you and I... when you, Oh, that was... Honestly? Guys, you have to get two Glad Awards. This is... If you're not looking at the video, this is honestly kind of iconic. This is honestly oh kind of iconic. You have Wait, to have what fight... When you were like, Bob, we should go to the um, to the to the queerties, and I was like, I don't want to go to the queerties. Oh God, 
<laughs> so Monet, do you want to go to the Creators with me this year? Do you want to go to the Creators? Am I in town? What day is it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're in town, Caldwell. Monet, just answer the question. Do you want to go to the Creators with me? Yes or no? If I'm in town, sure. But I'm like literally in with a, a home for like together, holding hands the whole night. No, absolutely not. After last year, I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that to myself. Let's not go anywhere. No, let's not. Let's not do, do glad awards. Yeah, let's, let's let's not do anything together then. If, in fact, let's let's scrap the podcast. Honestly, Jacob, cut cut it. You need to cut it. Let's 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 close the Patreon. Close and, it up, and let's give back everything I've ever done for you. I have to give back everything. I, so, 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 so starting, you're, with, you're your starting with your career. Starting with your career. Tour, because I gave you that that tour. I need you to quit drag. Okay, cut, cut the tour. Never, I need you, I, 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 need you, I need you to quit your style. Never, never try to do it. Never try to do it. Never try to do stand up again because you've only been trying the whole time. I need you to quit the makeup you've been doing because you've only gotten better because of me. Wow, Layla McQueen, just what was that? Emmy award winning makeup artist. Emmy award. Anyway. We should start with the bald and the beautiful. I think okay. you've, so you've, how much you should you know be about the bald, How much do you know about the bald and the beautiful? You've been I've been a I guest mean, on that one too. I think I've been I, wait. I've been a guest these, on that one. I've been a guest on one, two, wait, which three, four, three of these podcasts. Honestly, at this point, they owe us the the glam award, the, the glad awards. Not the glam. Uh, but I've been a guest on 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 um the bald and the beautiful, and they. It's like Trish and Katya talk about like stories and stuff. All right, and but we have to be white. Yeah. Okay. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be. I think I'm the Katya. You're the Trixie. Well, first of all, Trixie has a bit I'm, the, of an I'm the kookier one. Well, first of all, you have to have a bit of an accent. Trixie has a little bit of an accent. What the fuck are you talking about? Not Tri that. No, Trixie has a little bit of an accent. Maybe it's not that thick, but Trixie goes like. Hi, it's me, Trixie Mattel. Well, we have Got Meek. Got Meek this week is going on to... Uh, she, <laughs> Got Meek has won another challenge. Well, you know, in contest, she just kind of just talks like this. And she's like, oh, so that guy that I pooped on his skateboard? And he vomited on my shoe. Oh, yeah. That actually is. <laughs> <laughs> that actually... because did, did you record it in their home? No, I did it at the studio. Studio? Oh, yeah, honey. The studio, baby. Well, I was in Trixie's home. I was in the oh, early stages. I helped lift that podcast up from the ground. Because of the so restraining by the time, order. By the, time, by the time you showed up, by the time you showed up, they had a studio because of the episode I did, <laughs> honey. Well, I they literally built a studio because of the restraining order, and I, I'm not allowed to go within 300 feet of her home. So Trixie so David, her 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 fiance. What did you do to David? David. Also, real <laughs> he, he told me that David died. David, David, bitch, why would you fucking say David was dead? <laughs> I, I, I didn't say he was dead. I said he was asleep. You saw the, you saw the David dead with cancer. He's in there asleep. Oh, honey. All right, listen. Let's go on to uh, in the deep. So let, let me read what in the deep is about. Here we go. In the Deep, Stories That Shape Us. Also, you all should go listen to some of these podcasts. I'm sure they're all really quite wonderful. Uh, shares the firsthand account of Black and Latinx men as they peel back the layers of hardship in a world that doesn't always see them. All of them for who they are. It explores the topics of discrimination, family, and religion, giving us a better understanding of the difficulties that men face, uh, allowing us to see their entire truth. No matter how complicated they might be, 
These conversations have thought leaders, athletes, that's where I come in, and authors prove that regardless of circumstance, there are always hope. There's always hope and help on the other side. Are you um are you the, are you like of all the men in your family are you like in the middle are you like one of the youngers one of the olders um like not of your uncles but like of your generation like your your aunts and whatever's and uncles children um I'm uh I'm one of the older ones my my brother's probably the oldest well no that's not true like Nadia yeah I'm like I'm like in the lower middle because it's Nadia Sean Iola myself. So yeah, I guess I'm the youngest one actually of that generation. I've never asked you this before, but is Sean? You wait. Did you ask me or ask me? You know, uh, someone said this: when you correct people, no one, no one likes you. When you correct people, <laughs> no one likes you. Anyway, um, <laughs> when is Sean June's kid? No, he's he's Rosemont's kid. Got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Got yeah. It, got it. Um, so Monet, I want to know, like, like uh, growing up as a black gay man in uh, a black gay man in New York. What are you drinking? Some passion fruit juice. That's not juice. Hold it to the goddamn camera. Can you stop <laughs> consuming alcohol for a moment in time? It's a passion fruit juice. Hold it to the camera. You're not holding it to the camera. Hold it up to the camera. And turn it around. Why are you? Why do you have? Who else? Does anyone else coworkers drink at work while they're working, or is it just my coworker? You choose the Thank, weirdest. Since you time. want to speak Spanish, bitch, thing going up, but going Does anyone else have a coworker who insists on drinking during work hours? Insists. When was the last time I had a drink on a podcast? Insists, Bob. Well, then stop. So doing dramatic. It. Then stop doing it. I didn't say every time. I didn't, I didn't say pathologically. I didn't say consistently. I said insist, and you are insisting on it. Anyway, what's your question, bitch? What's your question? Growing up this, as a, this, this is why we're not going to win an award. Growing up as a black queer man in New York City, um, I want to know if you felt the struggles of toxic masculinity seeping into your essence. Um, you say you once, like, 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 surrounded a... We can't move on yet. Did you say you once surrounded a guy I mean, in, like... This is an ad break. This is an ad break. Oh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. 
and um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I was like, we just started this. Yeah, we're back. Did, yeah, y'all heard it here first. Jacob, Bob, Bob tries to Bob be, be, uh, kind of get Jacob down. What's your question? Did you say that you once like bullied a kid and like tried to out him as gay because but you were hiding that you were gay or something? What was it? No, that's maybe, not me. Maybe someone else said that. Yeah, bitch, I was the gay one. Bitch, I, I, was, I was the gay one. I was the one people were trying to out because I was so faggoty. No, I know someone who was like, saw that someone else was gay and then they're like, bullied them being like you were so gay and they were like then later they were like because I'm gay too not Bob trying to turn me into the villain I'm asking I did not put that on y'all I, I mean that's asking. a glee plot line I mean, maybe, I was yeah. just, maybe I was watching a Ryan Murphy movie you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've been around too many gays on the cruise for so long you're not, you're not, now you're trying to just confuse stories um, so your question is has my gayness in New York City affected how I as a man like how, how has toxic masculinity affected you you know, I didn't grow up in a, in a, in a, because, you know, my, my, after moving to New York, I was with my grandmother and my aunts and everyone, besides my brother. So I never felt the weight of toxic, of toxic masculinity, like at home. I mean, I would see it when you see things on TV that you're like, oh, wow. Like there's a, there's the innate toxic toxic masculinity that I felt through TV and through my experiences with friends and stuff like that. But in the home, no, I grew up with a bunch of, of, of um, about, around a, a bunch of women. And I, I love that. I, 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 I don't regret that. I don't, I, I don't, I don't wish it was different. I, I really, I really liked that. I grew up with a bunch of women. I didn't have that toxic masculine thing. And maybe there's some part of that, some part of that made me super overtly flamboyant and feminine. I've always been very flamboyant, very femme, but uh, I love it. What about you? You know, I grew up with a lot of women and men. I grew up kind of half and half, like my mom, my aunt Lisa, my aunt Hazel, for sure. And then my uncle Steve, my uncle Scotty, my uncle John John um, were pretty much the most co consistent <laughs> adults in my life. And then, of course, my grandmothers. My, my my mother's mother died when I was pretty young. I was like eight years old when she died. Mm -hmm. And my father's mother lived until I was in college. Um, so I guess there was slightly more. Actually, then within my father's sisters, my Aunt Stacy, my Aunt Tracy, my Aunt Faye, my Aunt Chrissy. Um, a lot of women. It's like it's like 13 women and like three guys. Well, I do have my Aunt Deborah, but I didn't see my Aunt Deborah and my Aunt Stephanie very often. Um, but I do have two aunts named Stacy and Tracy, and they're not twins. Um, but I had, there was Stacy and Tracy and Martha. Yeah, yeah it was, there was there was Stacy and Tracy, Faye and Hazel, Lisa. Well, my, <laughs> and my Lisa's name is actually Felicia, but we call her Lisa. Mm -hmm. Her nickname is Lisa. Um, so you know, 
uh, toxic masculinity has had some effects on me, not necessarily from my own toxic masculinity, but just being feminine and like clearly gay and people just like, you know, it's one thing when you when you when you're told that you're gay before you really have a second to reconcile that. You know what do you mean? think? I I feel like I always knew. Like I I I think I hear what you say about reconcile, but I even like I think the earliest times like I like identified as gay, like in my brain, never saying it out loud. I feel like I was like seven years old, and I was like, "Bitch, you gay?" And I was like, "What?" You know what I mean? Like in my brain, I was like, "This is what you are," and I loved it. I remember having crushes on boys and stuff, but I had never really taken the word gay. Because I don't think mm-hmm. I really knew what it meant. Like, I didn't really know what that word meant. But I remember getting called gay. So I remember knowing that I liked boys before I associated myself with the word gay, for sure. Mm. Got because it. I would get called gay. Got it. But kids didn't really break down what gay meant. They would just say gay and then kind of move on. They would be like, you're gay, which means I believe that you have a sexual attraction to other guys. They were mm-hmm. just like, you gay, nigga, you gay. <laughs> nigga, you gay, son. <clears throat> which is a, a quote that I got from um, Blackie O, a New York City drag queen, who uh, one day uh, a young kid saw her on the train and just said, "Nigga, you gay," and th- that really tickles me. To this is day. she from? Is she from New York? That, that, that sounds like no, a very New York Florida. thing. She, but, but she saw a kid. On, she was an adult, and a kid said it to her. Oh yeah, that 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 that's how that's how little New York kids talk. I I I, I was I was told "nigga, you gay" many times in my life. Can you uh, uh "nigga, read- you gay" or "that nigga gay"? Can you read Las Culturistas um, to us? Yeah, I was going to. Las Culturistas, join your culture cons- um, consultants, Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, on an unforgettable journey into the beating heart of culture alongside sizzling special guests to get into the hottest pop culture moments of the day and the formative cultural experiences that turned them into culturistas. What pop culture moments recently have gagged you? Bob? Can I just say real quick, uh, I will say this, and I'm going to be I'm gonna be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers are eating us in the world of television and film. I ain't even gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> Matt Rogers is on the uh, the show. I love that for you with Jenner, with Jennifer Lewis and um, and Molly Shannon and um, Vanessa Bayer. Vanessa Bayer. And you know Bowen Yang is always on SNL, and he's about he about to be in the fucking Wicked movie. They've created. Char- they've 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 further developed a, like a very very small character into a very into a larger character. For they took like a character that was like a really small character in the play or the uh-huh. books, and they're exploring that character more. And Bowen Yang is going to be in that movie. And by the way, can I ask you a question? I don't know if this. I don't know if what I'm about to say is problematic or not. I watched Matilda, mm-hmm. and I was like, did this bitch go to an all black school? <laughs> I was like, Matilda has a lot of black classmates. And I was like, this, is Matilda like the one white girl at a all-black school? I was like, this is wild. I I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I, I fell asleep, to be honest. I'm not, that's not shade really? to or anything. Yeah, I kind of fell asleep. But I was also really tired. I took an edible. So it's not the movie's fault. I was just like. Yeah, that movie was, was surprisingly good. It, I, it was definitely not the movie because Matilda is a very, very good movie, in my humble opinion. Did it, does, it, does it match up to the original? With Mara Wilson, I think so. I really do. Wow, it's so it's very campy. Emma, Emma, um, what's her name? Is it's Emma Thompson? No, I always forget her fucking name. It's not Emma. It's, that's what it's, it's Thompson. That's correct. It's Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Eight. She was so good in the movie. I was like, there were several ones. I was like, wow, Emma Thompson is like really doing a great job as Trunchbull. 
she's a good character actress. She always plays these like these 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 characters. But I was yeah, um, I, was, I was I was like I was like all Matilda friends are people of color. Everybody Matilda know the, the lady she read books to or tells stories to is is like a teacher Miss Honey. No, the no the brown lady she reads stories to on top of the book on top of the van. Oh uh, yeah yeah yes yes yes. And then yes. Miss Honey and then all of our class. I was like not Matilda going to an inner city school. <laughs> um, what pop culture moments have you gagged? I will have to say Doja Cat's fucking red. Did you see the, the the stone look? I did, yeah. That was fucking over, and you know because every time Doja Cat in a, a few months ago she did her she had a birthday party and she themed it like after like an Illuminati ceremony, so you know that had people. So I'm like, oh my god, Doja Cat finally had her initiation ceremony into the Illuminati, and everybody was doing this whole thing. Are and I know to, this, are you afraid to do this? No. What is that? I mean, and is the all-seeing eye? What does this don't mean? Don't act you're like you be... don't know, Monet. Do not act like you don't know what that means. You you no, know what saying, it means because you did it in your ceremony. This... Because you did it in your ceremony when you joined. <laughs> oh, now you're like, oh, what is? I've never heard of this, Monet. You and I had our ceremony in the ex- literally the exact same day. I'm the one who I I actually did mine two minutes before you guys do everything before you. We're and not I, allowed to say that. And we're I recommend that. that. We're not allowed to say that. We're not rec- Monet. We're not recording. We're not recording. Yes, we are. Please edit that out. It's not supposed to be in this. Oh my god. Anyway, Bob, put stop. Please stop. You're always going to be so upset. Um, so anyway, so and so when I saw the look that she did the look, I was like, oh, she clearly has like, like I think in my mind, I was like, they airbrush her. The sparks are going to show red airbrush her, then put and then stoned a red power mesh and put that on top of her. But no, bitch. It was the airbrush of body, and it was indiv- six people individually stone her hands and her whole thing for six hours. I mean, it's sickening. It is truly sickening. sickening. I think and that... I thought, uh, go ahead. You know, a big moment for me that's been, like, blowing my mind is the, the come up of Terry Joe on Psionic. TikTok. And, you know, the thing about Terry Joe is... I kind of wonder, like, because Terry Joe be saying some crazy stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if, everyone, if anyone's ever going to turn on Terry Joe. It is all, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, satire. Satire. You know what I mean? Um, but Terry Joe be going bananas. I'm like, girl, this is wild. You see the, the, the most recent thing Terry Joe said? He got banned for this one. Oh, what? So Terry Joe was, <laughs> was with these guys. And these guys kept saying Black Lives Matter. Then Terry Joe yelled, Blue Lives Matter. And then, and then uh, the person said, "Dr. Martin Luther King did not die for this." And then Terry Joe said, "Fuck that Negro." And then, <laughs> and then Terry Joe got, I think, got blocked or banned again. But Terry Joe gets banned all the time. Well, I the one I saw recently was her. That she she brought a Michael Jackson impersonator into her live, and as she's talking, and she just doesn't talk. She just staring at the screen for like a minute, and then she exits its thing, and just like tears just start coming out her face and she's like i can't do this today it's so well done and terry joe just got a spread in paper magazine i know she looks beautiful on the cover i mean on the 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 shot have you been in a magazine or on the cover yeah i've been on a couple covers i was in brooklyn magazine i was in metro source i was in on the cover of gate times yes i was on the on the cover of gate times and there's one more Brooklyn Magazine. That's so, I don't know. There was a Brooklyn Magazine. I'm just there so out of touch with, with, uh, with, with Brooklyn, to be honest. Like, I, y'all, the thing is, when you are a New Yorker, but you live in Manhattan, 
we we really over on the Manhattan side. We we really do not be tiptoeing over to Brooklyn terribly often. Even when Monet moved to Manhattan, she was like, "I ain't going to Brooklyn." I mean, but also I'm like from there. Like I, my whole life was there. What are you holding in your hand? A cigarette. This is what you think is fierce. This is what you want to promote to to the children who watch you. <laughs> this is what you want to promote to the children who watch. I you just wanna... do this to like really stress. Me and Monet were doing this photo shoot in um the UK one time. Monet found some guy, or was it just Patty? I don't know who did it. It was me Patty. Me and Monet were dressed up, and we were like, "Let's go take photos in the streets of London." And Monet was like, "I want to smoke a cigarette." And I was like, <laughs> "But you don't smoke cigarettes." She goes, "No, but it'll look fierce." It'll just look fierce. So we're in these photos. And it did. <laughs> Monet's just fake smoking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go on to uh, Life Out Loud with LZ Granderson, award-winning journalist. Uh, LZ Grand. That's where Monet comes in. Monet is an award-winning. Monet has won an award, and she did do some slight journalism for uh, the exchange rate. So honestly, we deserve to body this one, too. Award-winning journalist LZ Grandison draws from his own lived experience as a gay black father to host thought-provoking, poignant, and engaging conversations with some of the most influential and inspirational people in the LGTB community. Maybe do an interview <laughs> where one of you pretends to be a historical figure. So, uh, you, why don't you, since you're the since since it's about interviewing someone iconic in the queer community, you should interview me. Or is there a person I should be? Should I be a specific person? Yeah, be be uh, be be Harvey Milk. Harvey or uh, Milk. Harriet Tubman would also be a great one. What could be Harriet Tubman? Um, but aren't they supposed to be LGBTQ people? You don't know Harriet Tubman's life. You do not know Harriet Tubman's life. Understanding. Let's not okay. assume. Let's not assume. So, so Miss Tubman, you for have... these purposes, Harriet Tubman is non-binary. The Harriet Tubman. <laughs> So, Person Tubman, you have this is groundbreaking. After all these years, you have broken your silence and come out as queer. How does this? How does? It, how does it feel after so long? Uh, I don't know why my Angelou. Uh, I know, I know. I mean, I, I, it's probably impossible to get words out at this point. I mean, for over 250 well, years, you're yes. finally breaking your silence. Yeah, well, I don't know how good you are at math, but I did not die 250 years ago. I, I died in the early 1900s. Um, but I understand that math is quite difficult for young people nowadays. Um, and it does feel quite nice to... <clears throat> break my silence on my queerness okay um what are what are your thoughts on some of the you know some some of the major hurdles that we've had to tackle as the queer community don't ask don't tell uh you know I, how do you how do you feel about gays about queer civil rights well don't ask don't tell is quite interesting as you know i was the first woman to ever lead a military mission Oh, adjusting your breasts, are you? This seems a little inappropriate, but we love you, Miss Tubman. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, Person Tubman. 
has areas happen. So clearly, <laughs> I do believe that. I do believe. Why, why is Harriet Tubman talking about that? <laughs> I don't know. So clearly, you, you, you're about to do your your, your 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 Bernie Sanders for Harriet. Oh, that's an absolutely brilliant idea. As Harriet Tubman, I do actually believe that queer people deserve to have an opportunity to serve in the military at the same rate as straight their straight counterparts. When I moved between the South and Canada over 12 times and in my lifetime saves almost 700 humans from the entrapments of slavery, I honestly am gag. I love the idea that Harriet Tubman kind of sounds like a, an, an old Jewish man from Brooklyn. I mean, she spoke the Queen. She spoke the Queen's English, probably. So you could probably talk like the Queen, and she sound, you sound like Harriet. Yeah, I imagine she might have had a Southern accent. I mean, she, like, she 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 spoke in broken English. That was that was it was pretty well documented that she spoke in bro- broken or like just English. Like it wasn't like she she was not she didn't usually speak grammatically correctly, which is pretty common for enslaved people at the time. And she probably had a very thick Southern accent. But I also, as we all know, I don't even know what the hell accent sounded like back then. Monet schooled us all. Apparently, Monet Hello. is a fucking historian. Hello. Let's go into Pridecast. Bill, Bill Nye, the history guy over here. <laughs> Pridecast. Jonathan Bennett, a.k.a. Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls, has added another a.k.a. to his name as host of your new favorite podcast, Pridecast. Pridecast encompasses the inspiration of LGBTQIA plus communities as it shares impactful stories to inform, educate, and inspire through personal storytelling based on real-life experiences from trailblazers. Talk about, your time. Uh, talk about your time filming Mean Girls and why your footage was cut. Well, first I have to find out which one Jonathan Bennett was. This is a bit where you're, you need to pretend that you were filming Mean Girls to relate to that thing. So it's a bit saying that you were from, you actually were meant to be in Mean Girls. Oh, you know, Jonathan Bennett was the the crush, and Jonathan Bennett yeah, um, recently I came out as, as gay. No, he's been gay for like the past like seven, eight years. Ben done been gay. Some people yeah, he's been, been gay. gay. Some people he was gay when he was born, Monet. Wow. No, yeah. he he definitely was not. It, he this just happened. This just um, in. He's talking, about the, he's talking about the dicks. This just in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bobby, no, I was supposed to be Mean Girls, and they cut my motherfucking scene. Well, Jonathan Bennett, you, I'm not going to lie. You kind of sound like you're doing a black scent. I have to be I'm honest. not. This is my real accent. This is how I talk. But they, they, try to, they try to whitewash me in Mean Girls. I'm <laughs> actually, I'm black and white. My, my, my mother is third generation black. Third generation. Now, now, Jonathan, where are you from? Where are you born? I was born in, um, in Ecuador. But my nice. mom is from Trinidad, and my dad is from St. Paul, Minneapolis. Oh, because Wikipedia got it all. They said Ohio. I know. It, it's crazy. This is, again, again, more, more, more whitewashing my heritage and my where my, my people are from, powers to the people. Well, I am so sorry to everyone in Rossford, Ohio. You no longer claim the icon. Now, I want to know, Did you? Is are the rumors true that there was an unseen fight between you and Daniel Francesi? Okay, I don't know how this got out. This is kind of crazy. We've been it stayed buried for almost what twenty years now. Yeah, but yeah, there wasn't. A, there was a on fight set. between with, with Daniel and I on set. And what was it? Because you know, 
Well, there was this whole, I mean, you know, we were the two gay guys on, on set, and there was this whole, there was this power struggle. You know, sometimes, Bob, I mean, you could probably identify with this. When there are too many gay people on scene, like, it's like more one person wants to be gay than yeah. the other, and it was just like us trying to outgay each other. And then there was this talks of a proposed glory hole scene. Nice. And I was, I felt very uncomfortable with that, because, you know, I was still in the closet not many people knew I was gay and I didn't want to do the glory hole scene but Daniel wanted to do it and I said I can't let this motherfucker he insists I mean and but here's the tricky part he wanted me and he he in the glory hole scene I was going to be the giver and he was going to be the receiver and I wanted to do do it the other way around oh you wanted to be you wanted a top but the director saw you as more of a bottom no I wanted to bottom and oh, he you was like, he was going to. He, they wanted me to give into Got the glory it. hole, and he would be receiving. But I wanted to do it the other way around. But Tina Fey didn't see you in that in that light. Exactly, and then and then Lindsay wanted to get in, get in on the action too. I said, "Oh no, honey, there's only room for one fire crotch here." Maybe if you and Lindsay are slap fighting over the dick, could be that could have been an interesting scene too. That right? could be hot, but let's let or or, or if Amanda Seyfried could have gotten in there on some of the action. Lin- Lindsay's dick is way bigger than mine, so that wouldn't have been no competition. You know what I'm saying, Bob? <laughs> That's nice. And the yeah. last question that I want to ask you is, um, do you have any um, upcoming projects that you really want to um, promote? Yeah, um, I might have a, a new Hallmark straight to um, straight to Hallmark movie about. It's called My Two Gay Sons and Me, and then I'm also doing um, a movie on the Candace um, Cameron religious Christian Christian channel, which Jesus was a fag too. The second one. The, the first, last year, Jesus was a fag was a smash hit. This year, we're doing Jesus was a fag too, and it's gonna be great. All right, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Bob. Um, do you think I told Jesus Jacob I said hey. <laughs> will do. Will do. Do you think Jesus was a fag might be a good movie? Honestly, can we let's do it? I like it. When I, when you said Jesus was a fag too, I thought you meant also. I know I said it too, but in you know in 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 improv, I was like, well, that's a great one. Let's do Jesus the fag. Jesus was a fag too. Well, that's how they get feet, Bob. I think your feet. Well, that's how they did coming to America. It was like the yeah. second one. It was also called coming to America. It wasn't called coming to America too. It was called coming to America. Which, we know Bob. Makes it really we hard to movie. search, which makes it hard to search for each one. Yeah. Did you watch, did you watch the second coming to America? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was an Amazon, right? It was an Amazon, yeah. Leslie yeah. Leslie Jones played his played the new kids like Eddie Murphy's woman that he hooked up with. Jermaine Fowler, Jermaine Fowler, Jermaine Fowler. The son, who was my drag child on Celebrity Drag Race, and lost to your problematic child. No, your child lost too. I know. <laughs> I was, I was my, oh yeah, my kid was. Problem. I don't think we've ever talked about that before, have we? We have, and we shouldn't. Bob, we don't need no more. We don't need no more lawsuits going on here. We're good. We're good. Let's move on. So you think they were problematic? (laughs) Do you think they were problematic or not? (laughs) Let's go on to be interested. Bob, can you read be interested, please? If you're scared, just say you're scared. Oh my God, be interested. I'm gonna read if you don't read it. Be interesting. On Tuesdays, V highlights the interesting parts of stories we often lose in the chaotic news cycle. Fridays are their chance to spend a lot of time going deeper into the complex, evergreen, big issues that matter the most, but don't have a simple, tweetable solution. Part explainer, part thought starter show, V's goal is to make you the most well-informed and V interesting person in the room i mean one of these that we could talk about is but i mean this story is uh, there's so much that we still don't know but the motherfucking the motherfucking um uh, oh, a classified documents girl 
I mean, they got every. They're finding. Did you hear? Bitch, Pence had classified I was, documents. I was. I was on the the shit. What did I miss? So Mike, they found Mike Pence has has classified documents as well. Like was Trump like, or, or was you think Pence was like, um, I was holding these when when Pence's mom found out was Pence like, I I, I was holding these for a friend. These aren't mine. <laughs> uh, my, my, the, no. <laughs> wasn't that you when you when you, when your grandma found the porns? You like these are friends. <laughs> these are my these are my classified documents. I swear, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much. I mean, so, but the big, th a big thing I think everyone should know is that the big difference is here. Pence and Biden are cooperating, and they offered their these off. And they said, "Hey, just so you guys know, we have these." Whereas Donald Trump, people found out about his, and he was saying, "No, I don't have them." Then he tried to to flush them and all this stuff. So that's the big difference. Is one is obstruction. Donald Trump was obstructing. Um, the law by not cooperating and handing over the documents that he had, whereas the other two, Biden and Pence, are cooperating and they gave, they said they have these things. Pence is gonna write a tell-all, like one day, because Pence knows he's not. Pence, Pence, he's well, super religious. All, Pence and Trump don't fuck with each other anymore at all, at all. I know. And one day, but Pence is also, out. but Pence is like super religious, Bob. He's like one of those like, div like, like he like he. And doesn't the Lord say shine, shine a light? Doesn't the Lord say don't hide your ta your talent under a bushel? And if your talent is exposing Bob, the former president, bust it out, honey. <laughs> Bob is trying to recite scriptures. It's hilarious. Did it? Did it? Did it? Didn't the Lord say um uh, the niggas get stitches? Niggas get stitches. Did, didn't the Lord say uh if, if act up niggas get smacked up? And Donald <laughs> Trump was acting up. And I think it's time to get smacked it up, honey. <laughs> no, that is absolutely banana. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I was saying, like, I remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger got um, elected as the governor, and we were like, that's it. Politics are insane. Uh -huh. First, it was, it, was, it was Jesse Ventura got elected as the, um, the governor of, of Minneapolis, where you are right now, actually. I know. And they were like, a former wrestler is now the governor. This is, this is wild. And then... California said, hold my beer. We're going to elect <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger became the governor. And we were like, that's it. And then the United States, the, the, then the Washington, D.C. said, bitch, hold my keg. We're going to elect <laughs> Donald fucking T.R. Hump. Oh. Um, and I think that I, I really feel like electing Jesse Ventura was like the beginning of the circuit, the true circus of identity politics and and celebrityism in the field of politics that's why i am taking i am taking kanye west's uh presidential bid very seriously and we i we we gotta squash this immediately well people aren't taking donald trump seriously they're like oh there's no way he's gonna do it again i'm like this is I'm like are people dumb this is exactly what we thought last time people's like Carl, he's yeah, he got he got the nomination, but he's not gonna win. I'm like, take this motherfucker seriously. Don't think because his like he doesn't have as many fans as before, and like it's just like he's not gonna get it. I'm like, we need to treat this motherfucker serious. He can win again. Like we we have that that is should be everyone's reality that he can win again. I agree with you. Donald Trump will lie, cheat, steal, and flush his way to a victory if he needs to. Girl, he will say anything he needs to say, anything he needs to do to get back in that fucking White House. Um, yeah, because it makes him feel like he's invincible because he knows that it's ironic that one day he might get locked up when he kept trying to get get everyone to lock up um, Lil Mama. Well, you know who they just uh, they just um, 
commute not commuted they just uh slapped some charges off of his ass uh 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 oh uh, r kelly you heard about this no what happened Chicago, Chicago but, prosecutor. How long was I on the, at, at sea? This is wild. <laughs> Chicago prosecutor drops sex abuse charges against R. Kelly. And according to multiple reports, an Illinois prosecutor dropped 10 charges of sex abuse against R. Kelly. The cost was one of the factors weighed in her decision. Cook County State's attorney Kim Fox told reporters that her office believes justice has been served against R. Kelly with those two convictions. Because with the two convictions, he's already serving 30 years. And so they're like, that's like, like they, so they're not gonna seek more. Probably because they just call, it probably just costs more money to pursue the rest of the case. Like even the cases are out there, you still have to try them, and they're probably like, well, he's gonna, be, he's older, old enough that he's probably not. Yeah, gonna how old is R. Kelly? He's fifty six. In thirty years, in the middle, of the, this motherfucker gonna be eighty six. I don't think most people live to their eighties. I don't think most people live that long. Yeah, could you imagine? I mean, dying in jail. Ooh, but you know what, bitch, nigga, you did what you did, so pay the piper. Ironically, um, Yash Jesus, Yash Jesus is a faith and sexuality. Oh, Bob's triggered. A faith is a faith and sexuality affirming comedy podcast that believes you don't have to pick between gay and God. Each week, actor and comedian Daniel Francesi and his former televangelist bestie Azaria Southworth. Meet to yassify your faith. Talk about your relationship with religion and suggest some things the church can do to drag it up and make it more appealing. I mean, we've y'all have y'all know plenty about me and Bob's experience in religion. I'll give you like a really fast version. I grew up in the church. I was in um I used to do I had a confirmation. I grew up Methodist. But in um high school, I joined a group called Songs of Solomon, and it was a religious group, and we would we would do we would it was, a, about doing it was all all religious rap group called Methodist Man. I hate Christian rap. Christian rap is always bad. Do you like Method so, Man though? Do I, like, do I like Method Man? I mean, not. I'm. I'm not like. I don't like. I never like bought Method Man's music. I. I. I hear me he's out. A good rapper, Me- Methodist Man could really eat. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then in high school, I was part of Song of Solomon, which is a which was a religious curricular activities group, and we did a lot of we we would go on church tours. We would sing in churches all the time, and I then I switched to um um. Uh, um, Alan, AME, and Queens. I would go to church every Sunday. And then I, I sang in a church choir after that, after college, to make money. And yeah. I want to I write a quick um, Christian rap and see if I can convince you that Christian rap is hot. I hate Christian. I, I never like Christian rap. It's I'm never good. I'm asking if I can write a Christian rap and maybe I will convince you that Christian rap is actually <laughs> where it's at. Maybe. But even the best one, there's um, um, Lecrae. Everyone's boast about, and I'm not saying Lecrae is bad. I just don't like hearing Christian rap. Lecrae right. is like like award winning. We're gonna take a short break for you all. It won't be a break at all. We're gonna I'm gonna be back in like three seconds for you all. But I'm gonna write a few verses of a Christian rap and do them for Monet Exchange. And I am back. Monet's over there rapping. Money. You know, you know, when they got their little head bobbing, she'd be like, "Come on back, Mo. What you got?" I only have like a stanza. I don't have a lot either. You ready? Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. So, yes, it's giving. You can be the redemption one. Don't you hide and don't act meek. And if he slaps your face, turn the other cheek. Clap your hands if you want to be heaven sent. And it only costs 10%. So don't be so proud to be gay. Say when you see your father on the judgment day. It's going to be a holy reunion. If I'm drinking wine, it's at the communion. You know yourself and you know your worth. Remember on the first day God created. 
created the heaven and earth. <laughs> Honestly, I found my calling. <laughs> Christian rap. Imagine you just made a hard pivot to Christian rap. What do you got, Monet? I said, I was down on my knees knowing that I was gay. I prayed the Lord to end my suffering. Make me another way. If dick was so good, why do you have to make it bad? My life was so good. I just love being a fag. Oh my God. I don't know what. <laughs> this yeah, Monet ate that. That made me want to pray. But it, that was not Chris Rabbit. That, that turned into like a slut song. <laughs> when they had one verse about God and the rest was about slopping and topping and sucking dick. <laughs> when it was like, I prayed one day that God would make me not gay because I could not find another way. I was busting down, sucking down, going around town, throwing anything to get my throat down. One time I sucked the dick so hard my throat started choking and bleeding. And then next thing I know, I was walking through the alley looking for this nigga. I was needing, needing. <laughs> I got the bike, holiday. I got the bike. So, so anyway, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, you want to let's definitely want to pray the gay away. When I say pray the gay, I mean literally like one specific gay, that gay. Pray that gay away. <laughs> the last one is called. Uh, trans Slash podcast with Amara Jones with anti-trans violence and political backlash at an all-time high. Award-winning journalist Amara Jones hosts the Trans Slash podcast where trans people and allies talk back about what matters most and discuss how to create fairness in the world. I actually have something I want to talk about in this already, off the bat. Tell me. It is a topic I've been talking about forever, which is drag story hour. <laughs> so drag story hour, everyone, is a... People trying to ban Drag Story Hour. This is a very, very sneaky um, ruse to create a law that they're saying is anti-trans, but it's really, I mean, anti-drag, but it's really just anti-trans. It's really just anti-trans. There are very few laws out there against, um, you know, industries of people. But the way that they're attacking um, these drag performers is by by attacking trans people because they can make a really blanket statement. So if a drag queen said that she's a man, that they're a man dressed as a, a woman, then people can see a trans woman and then put that label on them without that person's permission. So then that way they can say if a trans person is just existing in front of a child, then they are now breaking some law about drag queen story hour or 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 drag in front of children. Um, and, and the whole goal is just to get people, trans people, to just not leave their homes. You can't go to bathrooms. You can't talk about yourself at work. You can't be teachers. You can't, mm -hmm. be, you can't be anywhere where children are. You can't be anywhere where children are. Um, you can't mention yourself to, you can't mention the fact that you are trans to any person younger than this age or between this age and this age. It's all just an attempt to get trans people to stay in their home and hide so that bigots won't have to look at people that they don't like. So, and the and the 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 um the dragon story our bill this but th th there's not a bill for it yet right there's a proposed bill there is proposed yeah I don't know several in, in different places I, well different I, but but not like a federal law there's like no. there's I, I I know there's one in Florida there's one in and there are a few states I don't know if there was like a federal bill proposed I mean and that's what's so dangerous about having this fucking this fucking uh this goddamn um. 
DeSantis, who is such a dangerous governor. My thing, I am so nervous about DeSantis because unlike Trump, who's a bumbling fucking idiot, DeSantis is not a stupid guy. So it feels scarier to have him as a proposed leader of this country because he's not as dim-witted and as stupid as Donald Trump. He works in a smarter way to be really licentious and do some really crazy things. I mean, they're literally taking out African-American studies from school. Like, like he figured out a way to, for them to take away African-American studies. Not, studies. It is so upsetting to me. So I say all that to say, I feel like he's going to find such... This, such such sneaky ways to attack the trans community if we let someone like this. But I get but both. Well, they already, right? they already have, they already have, he already has found sneaky ways to attack. But on a federal country. way, if he is, yeah. if he's a leader of the, if he's a leader of the country, he can attack it in a federal way to, to, like, right, to yeah. have these like nationwide bans against trans people in our in our country. That's so, so scary to me. So what I'm saying is, for you all who think that it's just some ban against drag queens, it's not just that. That is not that simple. It's not just a ban against a, a, a specific occupation. Or, or even for some people, it's just a hobby. Y'all don't realize most drag queens, most drag queens in the world are just hobbyists. Most drag queens who dress yeah. in drag are doing it for fun. Most of us don't. Most of us do not make enough money to support ourselves doing drag. Monet and yeah. I do, and have been even before RuPaul's Drag Race. But that's because we were we were we we live in we, New York City is a different case. We yeah. live in New York City, and and also not everyone who does who dresses in drag wants to quit their job. Some people just want to do it and have fun at a festival, like fucking. Um, Nutty ass fucking what's his name? George Santos. Um, have, I was young and have want to be young and have fun at festivals. You know what I mean? So did you see George Santos and Trixie Mattel going at it? George and George Santos knew that deep, the deep lore of RuPaul's Bitch. Drag Race. He knew the deep cut. Bitch. That was not that wasn't surface stuff. He was like, well, Bitch. let's just say that I also won over a fan. Okay, Mary. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You say just say you're a fan. Have you seen the video of someone catching George Santos at the elevator being who's going to win this season of Drag Race? No. Someone chasing him said, said um, Representative Santos or or whatever, Congressman Santos or whatever his title is. They were like, who's going to win this season of Drag Race? And he turned around and he was like, I don't know. I'm not watching this season. And then they were like, well, you had a lot to say to Trixie Mattel the other day. He goes, I'm not watching this season. Work. I mean, not work. I don't mean it like that. I'm just like, Oh my god, you're a fan yeah. of you're 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 a fan you're a George Fantos. You're a fan. You're <laughs> you're a Fantos. Oh my god, that probably is a thing that exists. People were sending fucking Jeffrey Dahmer mail email in the fucking in prison. They probably have Fantos, Fantos out there. Um, but look out for these laws. There are anti-trans laws, not just just that there's also the the sports laws. And and and, and these sports laws are trying to get trans people to not participate in ports in sports. <clears throat> and you all need to know this too. When when one of these laws is happening. It is literally in some of these communities targeting just one person. Yeah. Trans people are less than one percent of the population. So when it comes down to like, I don't want trans girls playing volleyball or whatever the sport is, in certain places that 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 rule that will literally just be targeting one person in the community, despite the scientific evidence that says um different things. Yes, Monet. No, I was trying to remember um the trans swimmer that I think her name's like Lena or something. She's from Yale or 
Yeah. yeah, whatever happened with that? Did that? I I I I, I never like remember hearing. Well, the, here's, the inter- here's the interesting fact for you all. Some people think that um. Some people think maybe she's not from yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, some people think that like trans mm-hmm. women are just crushing and dominating sports. Just so you all know, there is only <clears throat> only in all of sports one one. I'm gonna repeat one. Leah. Uh, Leah. What I say, Lena. Leah Thomas. Leah. Leah Catherine Thomas. There is only one trans woman in all of sports that holds a title, and and I don't think any of them hold. No trans women hold any titles on a national level. Um, literally zero, literally zero. So trans women are not just crushing and dominating sports. This is right. this is not the myth that you that, that you all are being fed. It is it is not the the lie that you all that you all are being told. When you hear about like trans women in, in boxing and like she crushed her skull, uh, then where they don't tell you stuff like fractures happen in boxing and UFC practically all the time, no matter who's fighting who. But they'll take this isolated incident from this one thing and make it seem like, well, there's just a man beating up women. You know what I mean? So I, I encourage you to, to, to actually look a little bit further and not just read these headlines. You know, realize that, they're, that they've been uh, sensationalized uh, to target and demonize trans people. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know the only man I would accept to beat up a woman? Who? Me to you. That's the man that's gonna beat up a woman. And uh, maybe if we can just talk some more about why we think we should win a Glad Award, Monet. Monet, talk to this talk, um, talk to this Glad Award. Monet, if you could I say think... something to Monet Exchange, what would you say to young Glad Award? To future Glad say, Award. I would say that I think Sibling Sibling Rivalry Podcast was a podcast birthed to bring two friends to that was birthed to bring two friends together, and it did more than that. It it has it it brought communities together. There are people who literally weekly get their weekly fill of endorphins, their weekly fill of joy, their weekly fill of happiness, their their weekly fill of life by listening to Sibling Rivalry. We have we have brought this to. Hundreds of thousands of people. We do it for hundreds of thousands of people a week. And Sip and Rivalry is unique in the way that we can take any topic, the most mundane to the most interesting topics, and make them a fucking moment. We can, we make them fierce. Bitch, that's your assistant. All right, Monet, ask me why, why we should win and not the other girls. Why should like we win? Okay. Who should go home and why? Bob, why should Sip and Rivalry win above the other podcasts? All right. I want um, our producers to put some uh, copyright-free music behind this impassioned speech. (laughs) Sibling Rivalry is not just a podcast. Sibling Rivalry is a movement. My best friend and I have been working on this podcast for over five years years we are the longest running rupaul's drag race related podcast only one that's still running we've been in the game for a very long time and we have not just reviewing some drag race here and there we are actually launching dialogues that change people's lives and i can testify because it's changed my life personally did, did, did that sell it? Do you think that was um? Did, did it get? That was it. That was it. I, I think. Was that, that last part? But yeah, that was really good. 
No, you, you can keep the part where I'm saying, do you think that's all? I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I have, um, just before we go, I have a couple uh, members of the board, the, the GLAD board of directors. I'm just going to say who some names that we can just say nice compliments about them. Okay. So the first yeah. one um, we are, is... Monet and I are not above buttering up, you all. We, we will... Let Monet, Monet said earlier, she would not... I will. I uh, will. Listen. The I will butter is, my uh, bread. Is Peppermint? I believe she's on the board. Can we say some nice things about Peppermint? You know, Peppermint, um, formerly known as Peppermint Gummy Bear, is a frequent player on the Sibling Rivalry podcast. And we think that she is, and I, let me not speak for a week. I think she is probably one of the most talented, probably one of the fiercest board members of the GLAD um, um, media people. Peppermint is and a literal that, icon. Peppermint is the first openly trans person to originate a role in a Broadway show. Peppermint is head an over icon heels. in the New York City drag scene. Peppermint is a trailblazer on RuPaul's, on RuPaul's Drag Race. And Season Peppermint 9. Absolutely stunning. And Pep, you've been on this podcast, so make sure you vote for us because honestly, if we win, you're basically winning too. Yeah. We'll have you on. If, if Peppermint, if we win, Bob and I will have you on the, the episode post-win and we will give you your flowers, as we do every time you're here. Who's up next, Jacob? Yeah, next we have um, Megan McCain. Megan McCain. Megan McCain uh, joined the GLAD Board of Directors in 2014. <laughs> Would you like McCain. to say anything nice about her, Monet? Megan McCain is a former pundit on The View has um is part of the glad media wars because of her work for the lgbtqia plus community and you know what we would the, the second rivalry is part of the lgbtqia plus community and i think she wants to further her work in this community by uplifting this black podcast with two black people now um, megan to i want to reach out to you megan and i want to say listen whatever you and monet had going on that's between y'all <laughs> Whatever reason you're not following her, that's between y'all. I'm gonna say that for me, we ain't got no beef, and and I think that just pork that you need to keep that in mind when you cast your vote for for a best podcast. Is all I'm saying. And we and so not just the Glad Media Wars, y'all. The Queerities. If you can vote for the Queerities every single day, we want y'all to go. We're gonna put the link in our description box on YouTube and our Patreon, so y'all can go and click every day, y'all, every day, give us a little vote. You wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, you beat your meat, pop your pussy in the morning, whatever you do after that, send us a vote. Yeah, please do so. Uh, this is, if we're being fully honest, this is actually me and me and Monet's first year actually, like, advertising the awards, like, actually advocating for ourselves, um, and we've never won one, uh, so maybe this year, we actually can win one, so hopefully, we can, uh, you all will go out and vote for us and we will get some love from you all because it would be really lovely. Oh, I'm also, vo I'm also nominated for We're Here. I'm nominated for Sibling Rivalry and I am nominated for and Best Music Video with um, Ocean Kelly and Array Rebba Sit. Um, so I've been nominated for three uh, Queerities and uh, two GLAAD Awards. So, you know, last year, and also, yeah, I mean, oh, also, Ocean Kelly is nominated for Best New Artist, and I really, really want y'all to to make sure Miss Thing wins that. Oh my God, who is who's who's Ocean Kelly up against? Let's see, Best New Artist. Hold on, give me one second. Queer Righties. Is it next big thing or is it is it New Artist? New Artist, New Music, Breakthrough Musical. 
musical. What? Uh, Ocean Kelly is nominated against. Here we have her. Okay, give me one second. Dochi. Wow, okay. Work. Um, Madison Rose, Sam Williams, Gia Woods, Z Machine, Omar Apollo, Omar Rudbark. Okay, two Omars. Um, Chappelle Roan and Miss Laguna Blue. You know, I said what I said. I'm Ocean Kelly, you got this, bro. You got this. Well, so confirm Bob Hates Dochi. Um, all right, y'all. Hi, my name's Dochi with two eyes. Um, this has been a, a great podcast, Bob. I have to just leave. Let you, you don't go say now. Anything. Just, just leave. Just leave. Stop talking. Let's let you go. Stop and, flapping um, your gums and leave. Hang I up the phone and leave. Don't say goodbye to me. Just leave. Get a better disposition. Goodbye. Just go. I hope that you, you get go. a better fucking attitude. No, no need to say anything. And uh, y'all see this nigga go. was, he, he stopped being sick, Hang up right? The phone and go. He, this nigga was putting on the whole time. This nigga was not sick. Yeah. And before healthy. we got to the podcast, I'm going to go jog a mile. He, this healthy this a nigga horse. was lying. Lying. Jog. Hang up the hang up. Who wore hoodies first? Who wore hoodies first? I literally can prove that I wore a hoodie before you ever wore a hoodie. But I would say one thing you had, you were bald first. You you ate that. You ate the hairball game, honey. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, 
tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 